Callie has herself a criminal defense attorney that specializes in murder. I explain why I own welding glasses, and we know why Sadie is so fat, and it's not our fault. Well, technically, I guess it is our fault because we're in charge of Sadie, but we're not doing anything wrong. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, July 20th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for The Upside listeners who participate in our Facebook group. And this is going to sound sarcastic, but I swear it's not and who point out when there are technical errors. Because you edit a lot of audio yeah. and sometimes things slip through the cracks. So it really is a public service when you're like, hey, I don't know if you meant to do this. Yesterday's show, you cut out your own what I'm grateful for. Right. And it started right with Callie saying what I'm grateful for. So somebody was like, hey, I don't know if this is part of the new format. If it is, I don't like it. But Jeff wasn't grateful for anything. Um, that was just, that's just me moving just know that chances are, if there's an error on Tuesday's show, it's because we release five, five of our shows release episodes on Tuesday morning. So that means the night before I'm usually, my, my if ears could cross the way eyes cross, that's what would be happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, it sounds sarcastic, like, oh, thanks for no, pointing out like when I screw something No, like knowing when there's up. like yeah. audio mistakes. If there's like an echo, if there's uh, something missing, if something's weird, because uh, I certainly do not listen to every show that we put out beginning to end, so sometimes things get missed. So thank you for pointing that out, and please keep doing it. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for our new show schedule. I don't know if you can, like, how much you can tell from listening to it, but behind the scenes, we have a new, for every day, we have, like, a run of show type thing, and our new one, to me, takes so much pressure off of Jeff and I having to come up with, like, different amounts of content because we wanted the show to be a little more conversational, so the to it's not that the topics are different, it's that we're able to spread out our good topics over, you know, a couple more days instead of, you know, doing them all in one show, which is great because five shows a week is a lot. Yeah. I remember when we launched the podcast and, and po other podcasters would say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're doing a daily show 30 minutes every day. And in my head, I'm like, uh, I did it for, for 20 years now, 25 years almost. I've done a five-hour daily show. I've always yeah. worked in morning. I'm like, 30 minutes a day. And generally speaking, th that's all fine. But, th but the days when Callie and I are both tired or when we're both sick or when random things yeah. you know, come up, like things just happen, all of a sudden we're like, what are we going to talk about? And we're not a seven-person team. Like, you know, all your radio shows, like you had a staff of people that were all contributing ideas. Like, it's just you and I. It's just Lily. So it, it's, it's it just is, it's just, it's a behind-the-scenes tweak that allows us, I think it, may, it makes the show move faster. I have already gotten a little bit of feedback from people who don't like the fact that we open up with a list of what's coming up. They say it's too radio. Mm. But the intention isn't for it to be radio. It's to... It's to, like, guide you. Not even to guide you. It's 
I just don't like shows necessarily that start with a pre-produced thing at the very beginning because then I think people just get in the habit of skipping over it. Mm -hmm. So I like saying, hey, something, but I also don't like forcing a topic into that spot. Yeah. We're talking it now. Anyways, we have a new show scheduled. Anyway, so yeah, I'm grateful for that because I like it. Callie's grateful for it. Behind the scenes, it makes life a lot easier. I uh, got a traffic ticket a little bit ago. I ran a red light, unknowingly breaking the law. And the first question that came out. Knowing, I think when you tell the story, every time you tell it, you have to say, you knowingly ran. I knew I was running the red light. And you didn't get caught running the red light. The police officer was actually right behind you. Right. Like you looked in your mirror and you're like, oh, there's a police officer. But you believed that you could make a left turn on red if one of the streets was one way. Yeah. Yeah. The law is they both have to be one way. Right. I didn't know that I was breaking the law. And that shocked a lot of people because a lot of people didn't know you can ever turn left on red. In the state of Georgia, you can turn left on a red onto a one way if you are coming from a one way street. So it would kind of be like the same as if you were turning right. You know what I mean? Kind of same, same Yeah, deal. except you would be going left. Except for you would be going left. But I like fully stopped, you know, but everybody knows, you know, turn right on red unless there's a sign. Right. You know, yeah, it's the same feeling <laughs> um, when you're on a one way. That sounded dumb, but whatever. So I then somebody, an upsider messaged me on Instagram. I was like, hey, because I just thought, okay, I'll just pay the ticket. And then I came home and Jeff was like, you shouldn't pay the ticket. That's going to, you know, jack up our insurance. Now I, I mentioned that we mentioned that on the show, we talked about it and I had a lawyer who's an upsider message me and say, yeah, you definitely should just not pay the ticket because then there's insurance repercussions. Cause you're going to get points on your license, all of this stuff. And her advice wasn't like ignore the ticket, but it was, you should think about this and how to tackle it. Because if you just pay it, there's a lot of ramifications that are going to bite you in the butt later on yeah. when your insurance bill comes. And it's like, ah, surprise, your insurance rates are going up. I think I want, Callie said she called like the court or whatever. And they said, okay, you're going to have to take it. Well, they, I mean, they didn't say this, but they said you can come to a hearing or a trial mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And if you, you can plead guilty or not guilty, or you can plead no contest to it, in which case, what was that? You got the points. Yeah. So in Georgia, and this is not legal advice, by the way, but one of my, um, I talked to someone, he, he doesn't work in the court system now, but he is a retired police officer. And he was like, you can do guilty, not guilty or no low is what they call no it low. here. Yeah. It's like my favorite Drake it's, song. <laughs> I think it's Latin, right? No low contende or something. I don't know. You, uh, should ask your dad. I don't know. Anywho. Who, who will text you within one minute of hearing this because it's a legal term and he's a lawyer. <laughs> I, I am sure. But so, it, mean, it means no, it means neither. It means like, yeah, I did it, but I'm not guilty of it because I'm not a criminal. It's, I mean, right. I made him so, boo boo. Right. It's like, you know, sorry, kind of. So I was going to do that. And then, you know, I had a lawyer friend tell me, well, actually, maybe you shouldn't do that because in the States, sometimes you can only plead that you know, that, um, that take that plea a certain amount of time. So I don't know. Anywho, I I wanted, I wanted her to fight it because I, 
Jeff is very ragey about this. Because I, I, like, to me, like, if there's a fine, you broke the law, so there's a punishment right, for it. And right, I believe, right. and a fine is fine. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you have to pay a fine, so be it. But I think that, like, the points on your license and the longstanding consequences, one, for something that you believed to be true, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not, ignorance is not an excuse, but you believed it to to be true. So actually take that out because that doesn't count. But two, it wasn't like a reckless disobedience of the law. Like you didn't come tearing down that street and hang a left without even coming to a stop or without right. looking. Mm-hmm. And you weren't like, sneaky about it. You didn't floor it. Like you didn't, like you did it blatantly in front of a cop. So it was number one, it was, it was a mistake. Mm -hmm. Obviously. And number two, the reason you did it is because you are a woman alone in a car in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. stopped in a place where there's usually a lot of, not a lot, but there's more pedestrian traffic than there should be at four in the morning. Oh, absolutely. So, it's scary down there. So you stop stop and go. I think, I don't know. I know I know the law is the law, but I also think there should be some common sense and some reasonableness. Yeah, I mean, there was it, the cop and I were the only ones on the road. There was no one else. I, I fully stopped. I looked around. I made sure I wasn't putting anybody else in danger. And had it not, you know. Like, had it not been in the middle of the night, I wouldn't have been so antsy to, like, not sit at a light. But sitting at lights downtown just freaks me out so bad. Um, And so I – an upsider messaged me and was like, I'm a lawyer, whatever. So I messaged her back and said, hey, I actually do have some questions um, because now I'm getting – I've heard from a cop that that told me what I should do and I've heard from a lawyer friend that told me what to do and I I really don't know what to do. Like I was just going to pay the fine. My husband is super fired up about it. Can you help me? So I'm talking to this woman, super nice, really knowledgeable, is like walking me through all of these things. She's like, you know, basically telling me for people who don't know, the law is the law, but most states have programs and things in place to where if you don't want to damage your insurance or your points, you can take a class or like there's things you can do. You don't just have to accept what's given to you. Um, and you can go to court and say that and they'll they'll work with you. So we're having, we have a lovely conversation. She's going to help me. I had to take one of those classes. I forgot about that. Oh, you did? For the same exact reason. Like I was speeding or I did something and it was like my first moving violation mm-hmm. in 10 years or whatever. And they said, yeah, your your fine is this and your points are this, but we will reduce it to court costs if you take this online class, which is great. I mean, it's it's not a difficult class, but it reminded me of, of studying for my driver's license test. Yeah, it's like kind of fun. We're ending the conversation. And I don't know why I didn't think to ask her this at the beginning of the conversation, Uh, but I go, so what do you normally, what do you normally try? Like, do you do this a lot? And she goes without even missing a beat. She goes, murder. (laughs) She's a murder, a trial attorney, a criminal defense attorney. And she usually tries murder. And now she's helping me with a traffic, traffic ticket. Wow. Okay. So I've like hit the big times and I was like, okay, now the crime junkie in me has like so many questions and yeah. If you guys have to go do an appearance together, which. Um, usually is a ton of waiting. Are you going to just start grilling her with all sorts of things? Oh, 1,000% I am. Do you have to remove yourself? If you're a lawyer and you are and you know 
like your job, you're a defense attorney. So your job is to defend what this person did, but you know that they're guilty. Do you have to take yourself off the case? I don't think so because I think that, and I think this is true of a lot of criminal defense attorneys, and this is like in her bio or whatever because I read up on her afterwards, which I should have done before, but um, I think a lot of criminal defense attorneys like to be criminal defense attorneys because they believe that everyone should have a chance for a fair, like a fair chance in the system. And even if you're guilty of a crime, that doesn't mean you don't get a fair trial. Like I think criminal defense attorneys like to make sure that everyone gets equal protection under the law. What if she screws up your file or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you're down in the courtroom in front of this traffic judge, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she's about to put up a diagram of the intersection and it turns out to be like blood splatter. And everybody's like, who, what? And they're all looking at you. (laughs) What if she accidentally, like, there's, like, some sort of drop-down menu, and instead of right. saying, like, what is this person charged with, like, a traffic violation, she clicks murder by accident? Yeah. Yeah. So, anywho, I was like, why are you doing this then? And she was like, oh, I just, you know, I think it'd be a fun brain break. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, she's not charging you hourly, is she? No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. She's no. not charging me hourly. Well, the only reason I'm asking is because I'm sure, like, murder – like criminal defense attorneys. Yeah. Like uh, that's like, there's probably a lot of hours and they're very meticulous. Like I want to fight it. I just don't want to fight it to the tune of like three grand. No, we're not paying. (laughs) We don't pay $3,000. But yeah. This week in Amazon history, I went back five years to give my review of the Amazon product and it turned into a trip down memory lane. Oh, uh, five years! I don't remember what we were doing five years ago. We were like newly married. You will, you will about to remember what we were doing. Uh, five years ago, I purchased welding goggles. Do you know why? Welding goggles. Oh, I do because we were watching the solar eclipse. Because you could use welding goggles to safely look at the sun during the full solar eclipse that happened. In August, I think, of 2017. That was a life highlight for me. And we were, we had our lake house and we went up to the lake with a bunch of friends. And remember, it was our friend Mitchell's 50th birthday. 50th birthday, Uh right? Yeah. 50th or 60th? 50th. 50th. It was his 50th birthday. Oh, God, I hope he doesn't hear this. It was his 50th birthday. And we we went up uh, with Mitchell and Richie and met up with all of our friends. And we tied like, probably 15 boats together because such a long line of people. This is like on a Tuesday, by the way, this is like on a weekday. The trajectory, they say that right of the eclipse went right over the lake, Mm -hmm. like exactly over, um, Lake Kiwi, which is, uh, where our lake house was. And we went to the exact spot and we tied like a dozen, 15 boats together. Somebody brought like a DJ, Set, remember that? Somebody yeah, was DJing we, so we had on a, the boat. We had a DJ on the boat. We had so many drinks. We were hanging out. And I remember exactly when it went over, like we all had our goggles on so we could watch it up to the point. And exactly at the point that the eclipse happened, you took off your goggles and it was literally like nighttime on the lake with all these people. And, and it every, was so cool. I think I teared up. I definitely, like I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it because it was also so quiet, remember? Like all you could hear was like, the boat's just kind of rocking in the yeah. water. 
everybody, we were all floating in the water. Like everybody had a noodle or a life jacket or whatever. And even the birds were Yeah, because like, the nature thinks that, and they told us this beforehand, like things in nature think that it's nighttime. So they go to sleep. Yeah, it was cr- crazy. So uh, so this week in Google history, five years ago, I bought welding goggles. I bought an Amazon Tap portable speaker. It's um, it's a smart speaker. It's the one that, it's the wireless. Is that like the original version? Uh-uh. It's the wireless one that we have in the kitchen right now. It's a wireless speaker. Oh, okay. Um, and it's the only wireless smart speaker that Amazon has made, I think. And I'm so sad because I, the best part about it is being able to like carry it outside and stuff. No, they don't make it anymore. They don't make it anymore. Well, that's a bummer. And are you going to review the welding goggles since that is the point of this <laughs> I exercise? Mean, they're great for an eclipse. The Amazon tap. Is <laughs> they were. We are not blind. Um, and then the other thing that we bought this week, five years ago, was the same sound machine that we, the sound machine that we have in our bedroom. Oh. Which has gotten to a point, it's, what is that thing, like 20 bucks? Yeah. It's not an expensive one, and we're at the point now, we should just replace it. We have to bang on it. But you know what's more fun is to turn it on, have it short out, and then bang on it with your fist. Yeah, you have to, you have to. Like a gavel. Yeah, you have to pop, 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 pop to get it to work. But that's the um, Hometics uh, sound machine, and Callie and I once stayed in a hotel that had it, Mm -hmm. and it's super loud. And it just does the white noise thing that Callie likes to sleep. So um, I would highly recommend the sound machine and the Amazon tap, but the Amazon tap doesn't exist anymore. And, and five years, in five years, you too can be banging the top of your home medics thing to get it to work. Yeah. If you if you do the math, that thing was 20 bucks. That's true. And it's lasted four years. That's five bucks a year. Mm-hmm. It's 50 cents, less than 50 cents a month. Totally worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Highly recommend. That's my journey in Amazon history. This week in my Amazon history, and I only went back to last year, is air fryer liners. And I am so glad that this is what came up. Hear me out on this one. If you are an air fryer lover, you know that if you do like raw meat in the air fryer, sometimes it sticks to the like basket thing. Mm -hmm. And we make uh, air fryer chicken sandwiches from this woman's recipe. Her name, her like I don't know. What do you call it? The blog. Is it a blog or is it her is skinny taste? I don't know. Cookbook. Also the name of her cookbook. Whatever. Her name is skinny taste website. Why is this such a, why is this her stage name? Basically? I don't know. Her stage name. Call it. Yes. Her name's not skinny taste, but I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. So she, yeah. But where's it? I don't know why. My head, don't even ask. Let's just roll with it, right? So we love the air fryer chicken sandwiches. Yeah. The problem is the like coating of it sticks to the bottom. So I ordered some of these air fryer liners and they basically fit the bottom of your air fryer and they have holes in them in the ideas to prevent stuff from sticking to the bottom. It's basically hole punched parchment paper. That's exactly what it is. Like it. Very convenient. However, no, they're terrible. They almost set our house on fire. This is my disclaimer. You can't do a however, you might burn your house down. That's not a however, that's the lead. No, because if you, if I had used them on our last round of chicken sandwiches, which were like covering the bottom, it would have been great. For one little item, they don't work because there's a fan 
in the air fryer going at all time, kind of like an oven. And if you don't have something holding it down and it flies away, it burns in the back of the air fryer. So you have to put enough on top of it to make it not slip out from under whatever you're cooking. That is the disclaimer, but I feel like it's user error. I don't think I would not give something more than one star if there's a chance it could burn your house down. <laughs> like you're giving this, in in my opinion, you're giving this a lot. You're like, okay, this, these things are great as long as you use them exactly properly. But if you don't, the consequence is property destruction and perhaps loss of life. So what would you use? How would you get the raw chicken to not stick to the bottom of the basket? That's not the, that's not, that's not this segment. That's Hmm. not the point of this segment. Okay. Well, I would 50, 50 recommend them take your life into your own hands, but it depends. Do you want your life more or do you want your chicken to not stick to the bottom of your air fryer, which is more of an inconvenience? I don't know. You can answer that question. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. I hired a guy to mow my lawn, had to fire him a week later. The guy just wasn't cutting it. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Okay, now I know summer is full of adventures and not so full of school, but that doesn't mean that our kids aren't still learning and that we don't have to come up with activities that challenge their brains and also maybe give you a little more quality time with your kids. KiwiCo delivers monthly crates of science and art projects for kids of all ages, and they include everything you need to complete each project so you can bring it wherever summer takes you. Each crate is a seriously fun exploration of science, technology, engineering, math, or art through hands-on activities like creating giant bubbles and experimenting with ice cream. So it's super fun and you make great memories bonding with your kid. Now, we have the Panda Crate for Ellie and it's age appropriate for her development. One of the coolest things that she has learned how to do over the past couple of months is to thread what they sent us. It's like, it almost looks like a kind of like a bigger needle and thread. It's not a needle, obviously, but it teaches her fine motor skills. So she has to like get the little, the little stick thing and then put it in a smaller hole. And she has been working on that for weeks and she finally nailed it. And she was so proud of herself and I am proud of her. And it's so cool to watch her discover new things and to, to hone those skills a little bit. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month. They'll explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones, even without leaving home. From discovering the science of magic to engineering, a domino machine, and more. Or if you have a little one like Ellie, they'll learn motor skills. They will learn problem-solving skills and they ship it right to your door. Pack a summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with the code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code UPSIDE. 
Molly is a city girl who lives in the country. Right now, she's on the border between Minnesota and North Dakota, married to a fifth-generation beet farmer. And her TV show, Girl Meets Farm, she cooks a lot on the Food Network. What would you expect? But here's what's really awesome. Enjoying the recipes that she makes on that show in your kitchen. It makes you feel like you've got a friend cooking right alongside with you, right alongside you. And Girl Meets Farm is like the ASMR of cooking shows. All the sizzles and the crackles and the cuts and the sound and all of that is right there in your buds, in your ears when you are listening to the podcast. Of course, all the recipes, the delicious recipes that you're going to be listening to, if you can't keep up, they are in the show notes. Check out Girl Meets Farm wherever you get podcasts, where you're listening to this podcast right now. Of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. Girl Meets Farm. It's going to be your new podcast addiction. Nobody likes to wait on a paycheck. And that is especially true when you have bills due that you have got to pay. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. And man, does that make such a difference. That's up to two more days to save, to pay bills, and generally just to feel good and more secure about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes and you can get started at chime.com slash upside. That's chime.com slash upside. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to deposit banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. I know why Sadie is fat. I know why Sadie is not losing weight. Because she eats too much and doesn't exercise? Yeah, but since uh, we have been, look, we're the this the Sadie the fat Sadie puzzle has has been a puzzle because I accepted it. I accepted her weight gain in our last house because there was no yard. Like she had the big yard right mm-hmm. a few years ago. Then in our townhouse, there was no outdoor space, and we weren't great about taking her on walks. And we also weren't great about policing like Ellie dropping, you know, her cleaning up, being a little vacuum cleaner underneath Ellie's high chair. Right. Whatever Ellie was dropping. And then like we'd always throw her something while we were cooking dinner and stuff. We were just bad. We? What's this we? Yeah, that's right. You don't cook dinner. <laughs> um, so the, the, w- there's a – like I was fine with that. Like, I mean I'm not happy that she's fat, but I'm like – I could understand the circumstance. Now we move into this new house. She has a bigger yard. Like she climbs up on the hill. Doesn't do a lot, but she's getting more physical motion. Right. And we've been more attentive to Ellie throwing stuff off the high chair. Like that stopped. That's not allowed anymore. But she's actually gaining weight. And I figured out why. Okay. Lily doesn't eat. Lily is just one of those people that doesn't eat. So what I've noticed, because we've started substitute, we've started portioning out their food more, is 
We give them each a cup of food. Sadie gets half raw veggies and half kibble now, and Lily gets all kibble. And we just pay attention to how much, like when Sadie's done eating, then we pick up Lily's food and we wait for Sadie to not be in the room to feed Lily the rest of her food. Mm-hmm. My assumption was that they were just each eating their, when we were giving them each a cup of kibble, one in the morning, one at night, that they were each eating their own. They're not. Lily probably eats half a cup each meal and then couldn't care less. Like she's done. Like she hasn't bothered me for food. Like when she, when I go to feed them a second time, I. Give her her morning bowl. I give her her morning bowl and she maybe finishes it. So, so she's Sadie, like more of a little grazer and Sadie's like a piggy piggy. I think Lily's just one of those people, dogs. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. There's some people who just don't need a lot of food to exist. Yeah. They, the, the forget to eat people. Mm-hmm. You know, where they're like, oh my gosh, is it 8 p.m.? Huh, I haven't had a thing to eat since I had a lettuce wrap at 10. My mom's kind of like that. Like she definitely gets hungry, but she doesn't need, it doesn't take much to fill her up. And she always has food left over. Because she's just like, oh, yeah, I'm satisfied. I've had, you know, five bites or whatever. So that's what Lily is. So Sadie has been just pigging out on everything of all her food and Lily's food. So I think we're going to see a significant weight drop in Sadie now. Now that we're – the issue is the food, not the physical exercise. And her actual food, not the junk from the high chair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what just occurred to me or occurred to me recently? I have known a woman for two years almost, and she has not once ever casually in conversation said thank you to me. Well, is there a reason for her to say thank you? Like, Oh, yeah. There's a bunch. There's just like little, little reasons, little things that I've done. And I'm not like a huge need credit person, but we interact enough to where it is, I I couldn't put my finger on what drove me a little nuts about her because I really do like her. But then I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. I have never heard her say thank you. Like not a thank you for picking up dinner when we go out to eat, not a thing. Like it's the weirdest void ever. Do you think it's an intentional? No. You just think that her existence doesn't include appreciation? I don't even know if it's, I don't you find her-, her to be ungrateful. I've just never heard her say the words, oh, thanks. Or, I mean, even To for you or to anyone? Anyone. Huh. Anyone. So my question is, do you know anyone that never says thank you? And it's like the most random weird void for a person to have, but it's been driving me crazy for like well over a year now. And I finally, the other day, put my finger on it. 800-434-5454. You know, what's going to be really um, annoying about this going forward is that's all you're going to think about with every interaction. Oh my gosh. It's going to drive you nuts. You're going to find yourself doing stuff for her just to try to get a thank you. You're going to be like chasing her down in traffic just so you can maybe let her get in, you know, cut in front of you and emerge. You're going to be. Here's the, here's the, a great example of a void, a thank you void. I pass you the ketchup over dinner. Yeah. You say, Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. 
anything. There's not a silence after that. Imagine me hand, like you handing me the ketchup at dinner and me just acting like it never happened, but taking the bottle. But I'm sure that happens from time. You're sure it's 100%? It is 100% of the time. It is so weird. All right, here are today's three random things. You've probably heard about the heat in the UK. Well, I think all over the place. I think there's like emer- there's like heat emergencies in the US right now too. Yeah, it's, temperature's so high. Um, according to my hair, it is hot. But in the UK, uh, they just don't, they're not just not used to temperature. Like the average summertime temperature is in the mid 70s, mm-hmm. upper 70s, maybe 82 would be like hot and they're seeing temperatures like 100 degrees over there nine something like 95 percent of the population doesn't have air conditioning oh my god so it's a huge deal over there even for the pigs uh because royal welsh pigs are getting covered in spf 50 sunscreen oh yeah the royal welsh show is the biggest show of its kind in the united kingdom um and they've before used uh like wet blankets and stuff to put over the pigs to keep them cool. Uh, but now they have to take even more extreme measures because the sun is so intense. So pigs getting sunscreen at the Royal, Royal, I don't know why that's hard to say, Royal Welsh Pig Show. There's a um, bacon joke in there somewhere. Ah, there is. Good sure job. not what it is, but, you know, that's not my role here on the show. Uh, my name is Kat. Whoa. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? I had written right in the sheet in front of me what I was grateful for. And I, I just went right into it. Not a show change, people. That was a mistake. Uh, my, my second random, our second random thing is, okay, all the hand sanitizer. I don't know about you. I have a back stock of hand sanitizer because... I stocked up. I use it now, but not as like much as I was using it before. Um, here's a couple of things you can do to use or make use of your hand sanitizer. You can clean your computer keyboard. You can like, you know, put mm-hmm. a glob up on it, make sure. But I think you have to be careful what kind of sanitizer you use because if you use one that's got like lotion and stuff, that's going to screw up electronics. If it's just like, it's like if it's like the one, remember like right at the beginning of, COVID when they didn't know how it was spread and everything, you know, back when we were wiping packages down. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Remember that? Yeah. Remember wiping down groceries? I do. Oh my gosh. But with hand sanitizer, they turned like vodka factories into yeah. hand sanitizer things. Yeah. Um, another thing, which is good, a race permanent marker. Oh, okay. I didn't so, know So like Ellie drew on this like step stool that we have in the house with with marker that did not come off like we thought it would, hand sanitizer will um, help get that off. Another one, deodorant. Okay. Not ideal, but you can like take a little dab, a little dab, put it under your armpits, and the alcohol takes the smell out of that. Um, and you can also use it to take off band-aids, remove labels from glass. And um, if you have like any sort of goop, if you use like a hot iron or a curling iron and you've got anything on that, it can help you r- remove that as well. And our third random thing, Allie Sayers and Chase Bush were expecting a baby. They had a C-section scheduled. It was Everything was like all set. Everything was planned. A couple of days before the C-section uh, on July 11th, uh, Allie wakes up Chase and says, um... We got to go now. So they hop in the car and they start driving to the hospital. The baby's going to show up early. And 
halfway to the hospital, the baby's like, you know what? I'm going to show up right now. So they pull over. They happen to be in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven. Oh, my God. I hope this never happens to me. And Chase handled the delivery like a pro. He delivered his own son, Waylon. Wow. No medical experience, nothing right there in the parking lot. Um, the umbilical cord was tangled around the baby's neck and we, uh, Chase knew to like how to untangle it and then wrap the baby up, wait for obviously the ambulance to come and take the mother and son to the hospital. Everything was fine. Do but- you think that you could handle that situation with adrenaline, adre- not thinking ahead about it, but like with the adrenaline pumping, do you think you could do that since you're so squeamish? I, I probably could, but it, like if we're at a Seven Eleven or and it's open twenty four hours, there's somebody in there who can handle it. Like I'll watch the register, <laughs> and they can come out and, you know, just because it'd be weird, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, stranger should deliver your baby, not dad. Mm-hmm. Uh anyways, when Seven Eleven, the chain of stores, found out that on 7-Eleven, a baby was born in their parking lot. Um, They uh, contacted the family and said that uh, the baby can get uh, free coffee for the rest of his life. The baby? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Actually, no. I think that they gave the parents like seven years of free coffee, and then the baby has, you know, Slurpees and all the 7-Eleven food. So I think great story. I think you're 7-Eleven. Yeah, send the kid to college. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need, which I love. This company makes incredible socks, among other things. My favorite is the performance no-shows. They hug your feet. They're not hot. I wear them with like sneakers just out and about, but I also like to wear them with um, my workout shoes when I work out. You can wear them for both, which is great great and pretty rare because previous to this, I would have to buy, you know, socks for one thing, socks for another thing, not with Bombas. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a super cozy feel. They also have t-shirts, they have breathable underwear. And did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item that we purchase. So far, Bombas customers like us have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. That is a game changer. Go to bombas.com slash upside and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. I saw an ad, I think it was uh, an Instagram story of a refrigerator from 1957, I think. Mm-hmm. And this refrigerator had features that I would pay for now. They okay, even, like what? They didn't even call – they called it a cold pantry. Like oh. I don't even think it was called a refrigerator back then. Sounds or, fancy. Or a chilled pantry. And it was a refrigerator. The thing that was most amazing is uh, the where you put your fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Is it called a crisper? That's uh, what the drawer says. Okay. So that was actually 
in the door of the refrigerator. So you would open it. So the stuff would almost be like, so you could see everything that you have. It wasn't a drawer that pulled out that you were looking in from the top of. It's like you would stack everything up mm-hmm. and you could see it. But the whole ca- the whole compartment lifted out. So you could take it over to the sink and like take your fruits out, wash them, clean them. So when you're, or when you're unpacking groceries, you take that out and bring it to the countertop Mm. and organize all your fruits and vegetables in there and put it back. Like I would buy that feature right now. They were ahead of their time in 1957. And I bet if somebody bought that fridge, it's still in someone's house and it's still running perfectly. Oh, it's absolutely true. Not only do you deserve to have people in your life that want to be in your life, you deserve to have people in your life that love you for 100% you. Not quieter you, not like less opinionated you, just you. You don't have to try to make them like you or you don't have to try to say the right things. You just get to be you effortlessly. That's what you deserve, okay? Because you're so cool and you deserve people that make you feel good. Okay? I love you.